Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thurwa. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel hustle alone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe a pro. This has a very, very similar issue as well. There's an incredible amount of talent. But again, they're all sort of the same ones so i like the the idea i like what we're doing where we're we're mixing things up and you're getting some matches that you truly truly haven't ever seen before yes i've been, I've been very interested with toby i've seen him on uh, phenomenal pro wrestling mm. there a few times and yeah he's he's very impressive he, um, he entered our overboard rumble at number one and he was eliminated third from the end mm-hmm. and he, i think he lasted a total of about 50 minutes in that rumble on his yeah. on his debut Oh, I, I bet the crowd took to him straight away, though, because of how good he was in that rumble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a great, great crowd up at Morgan. I still, I still have images of the, the, the debut show with how loud they were. <laughs> yeah. We've only got a louder, honestly. Mm. Yeah, right, that's loud. They do something similar. They can, they can have a... I don't think they have a working agreement with Sacrifice, but they do seem to have a lot of Sacrifice guys come up. Mm. Yeah, so it's... It's, it's good just to, to create that that difference and that uniqueness, and it it's it gives it it really gives the fans value for money as well because they're getting to see something interesting and new, um, and some some new combinations and things, which I think is you know always really really good, and it, it gives everyone a chance to grow as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. I remember interviewing Echo Echo Reed, and she said it was just difficult to get out of that area because people didn't really want to pay travel expenses for people to go. Oh, so it's good that you're getting people going up as far as more from Plymouth. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like for me, it was a case of, well, I'm, I'm driving up anyway. I've got four of the spaces in the car. I might as well put them to use. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and I, I think with, with down here, like you get, Devon is very sort of isolated. Cornwall's very sort of isolated. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of got your Bristol and your, 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 your um, Gloucester and, and, and those sorts of areas. And it's all kind of, everything's little hubs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just kind of trying to break those out and, and get new people up there. And then in return, you know, hopefully we'll see some, some guys from the Northwest in the, in the Southwest as well. Um, oh, and we're sort of lifting that thing, you know. Um, and I mean, again, we've got some, you know, the couple of companies that I work for myself down here, one being Reach, another being CPW, um, who, have got the potential to do something really quite special. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. CPW Cornwall. Yes, Cornish. Cornish. Somebody I need to look into. I always keep saying I need to look at more of the south of England, but I'm so, so absorbed with the northwest scene. It's <laughs> hard to, yeah, <laughs> to, to branch out and watch more stuff when you've, you've watched so much already. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Definitely. All right, so Ethan has joined us to promote, obviously, Pro Wrestling Presents War on the Shore 2023, mm-hmm. April 22nd at the Alhambra Live in Morecambe. Yep. Yes. Um, huge, uh, eight huge matches, three title matches, and yeah, personal yep. rivalries in nearly every match, I think. Just like, yeah. 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 It's, 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 it seems like, like a 
WrestleMania type card because there's like all the rivalry seems to be ending or not ending maybe but it seems, it seems to be like yeah. there's, there's quite big moments in all the rivalries at the at the next show you could say yeah definitely should we start the main events well I'll start with you so, so you're two two year <laughs> so remember, I just remember from our, this, our first interview and I didn't really know who Andre Decker is but that's oh, just the hatred of Keith who comes through your voice <laughs> I was like oh, but, yeah. It's such, yeah such a great character um, yeah and your feud for the last two years has been great and how you brought in he's kind of assigned, brought in Chris Brooker and he signed himself with him and he's somehow he became co-general manager yeah <laughs> and then they've, yeah. they've taken Ryan Hunter onto, onto their wing and got this um R&R, and, oh, it's a great, great little faction that they're getting together. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, this should be a great, and a street fight as well. Yep, street fight as well. You've got to be in your jeans, you've got to be proper street fight attire. Oh, I mean, it's a street fight. You've got to dress appropriately for a street fight, don't you? Like, jeans and cowboy boots. Just <laughs> out the cowboy boots. Yeah. No, I mean, I think with Decker, it's, as you say, it's been it's been two years in the making. Like, De- Decker has been a thorn in my side since before the first show. Like, not just for the first show, but like beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, during the VIP meet and greet when he invaded that because he felt like he should have been signed. Yes, I remember. Yes. And then sort of attacking RPD over the subsequent shows, um, to which I gave him an opportunity when we ran our um, our charity show in, in Blackpool. Mm-hmm. Um, he threw that back in my face by attacking me, which then meant I couldn't attend the uh, December show mm-hmm. uh, of that first year. Um, which the, the the board then put Chris Brooker in charge for for the night because we needed uh, someone to run the ship. Um, I then returned at the over the first overboard rumble and took Rick Marcus's place, who uh, Decker had injured. Mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> um, the cheer you got when you came out. <laughs> the biggest yeah. pop of the night. <laughs> that got me in trouble, uh, which then led to Chris Brooker becoming co-general manager because I couldn't be trusted to do it by myself, apparently. Mm. Um, and then, just from there, the deck has not let go of this problem that we have. Like, And, you know, it, the moment he sort of challenged me to this year's Rumble, I thought, you know what, you know, I got board approval this time, so I couldn't get in any more trouble. Yep. Um and the moment I got to eliminate him felt incredible. Yes. Um, the slam on the floor I received after he came back in and eliminated me wasn't so incredible. Well, uh, slam, slams are never pleasant. On the, <laughs> on, the dance, on the dance floor as well, like, oof. <laughs> people always people ask me, do the hair? I say, does the hair? It just wins you. And just, it's unpleasant. <laughs> just like... There's no give on the floor, so it was just no. like, oh. <laughs> But yeah, that was a fun six-hour drive home afterwards. Um, I bet yeah. And then, and then during a, a radio interview, he did himself. Um, he had the, the the audacity, the goal to bring my family up into it, and so oh, wow. like you know, because I'm a parent, I've got two children, um, and to to tell me how I was uh, leaving, abandoning them to come and play wrestler. And, you know, uh, being a parent yourself, like, there's mm-hmm. there's some lines that you just don't cross. No, definitely. So that's kind of why we've gotten to this this stage. Am I am I going in there to win a wrestling match? No. I'm, I'm going in there to fight someone. Do you, yeah. you know? Um, 
Batter Decker. Yeah, yeah Decker, the bad boy himself. Um, but that's you know, it, it's it's a man standing up for his family at the end of the day. Yes, definitely. I can, I can, uh, yeah, I can see, I can see the crowd just eating this match up as well. Just, they must be so invested in like this. This has been going on since, yeah, who's like eighteen months, eighteen, yeah, two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and then they get into they get into storylines really deep anyway. Plus, it's uh, after two years of build, they must be can't wait for you to rip his head off. <laughs> Yeah, I hope so. I hope you know having the having the crowd on your side in moments like that all makes like all the difference in the world. Like I, I every time I'm about to step out that curtain, I'm not expecting anything from from our fans, and mm. to get the the reception that I get every time that I start, I come out in front of the crowd, I'm just an idiot that walks out and says some things on a microphone and makes a chuckle vision joke. <laughs> you know, like they shouldn't they shouldn't cheer me like that. So anytime I get that. It's amazing, but yeah, it's not something I ever like. Oh, here we go. Listen to this, but you know, it's it's. You, I'm just you a brought, guy. You brought Morgan back wrestling after was it three years of no wrestling? So it's like, I mean, yeah. it, being the general manager, it sort of has made me the face of it. It was. It's never been a solo effort. It's always been, been a big. Um, but I, I guess I could see why they why they might think that. <laughs> and then, oh, then then your championship match is like this. Is another one's been going. For, I think the fans fell in love with RPD from that first show, from yes. the, how amazing he was at the VIP photo shoots and stuff. So, to him to finally get this championship match one on one against the former Mr. Morecambe, Hulk, yeah. Hulk Hogan of Morecambe, as you to call him. <laughs> it's like, yeah, one year, it's like one year to the almost to the day since he turned on the yeah. The fans, so, the so. first war on the show under Odyssey Pro Wrestling, so. The, the main event was Ryan Hunter versus RPD versus uh, Andre Decker in a yes. triple threat for the title. And Hunter joined the spotlight at the expense of RPD. And RPD is not a man that you want to uh, upset like that. So yeah, he's definitely. hunting him down. But, you know, excuse the pun. But he's been hunting him down for 12 months and he finally gets his hand on him. Um, but this is like, this is RPD's first ever one-on-one title match. Like, mm-hmm. yes, he challenged under triple threat rules, but this is, you know, one on one. This is his first one. Um, but then again, he's taking on the only ever Odyssey Pro Wrestling champion. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this could go absolutely either way, but the fans have made it very, very clear who they want to win. <laughs> you know, that, that moment when Ryan turned on the, on the crowd last year, I honestly never thought we'd come back from that moment just because yeah. of how popular he was. Um but RPD's just been absolutely phenomenal with the with the audience. Like they they are really, really invested and they really, really care for, for RPD. Oh he's still amazing. There's a was it before before lockdown he'd only wrestled a few matches and he's only been training yeah. for a couple of months. So he's come straight out of lockdown and do what he did. He's done ever since. He's like a champion in TNT ignition now. He's yeah. number one contender at Wrestle Island. So, I guarantee he's been in at least two more championships on you know, by the end of the year, mm. like at least. Yeah, I think he just made his debut for Future Shock, and yeah, so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he wrestled Anthony Gogo. He's wrestled Sam Gradwell. Mm. You know, like he's he's taking on the absolute best this country's had to offer, and and looking like he belongs in there with them. And to say he's got a fraction of the experience, it's in, in, incredible. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> 
Yeah, and we've also also going to be crowning your first tag team champions. Um, yes. I think you, you couldn't pick two better teams, really. It's just going to be a proper horse battle. Yeah, they picked that. Up, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> well, I still, I still, one of my favourite matches of, was it 21? Was yeah. the TLC match? Yes. Yeah, me, me, oh. my, my, son, my son was obsessed with that match. So we, see, yeah. he, he's got to think he doesn't like Synergy, because Synergy are heels at TNT, and they, okay. they, always, they always call him a loser. So he okay. like, like synergy. So synergy get battered of ladders and, ch- and tables and stuff. He loved it. <laughs> they got proper battered in that match as well, didn't they? Like it wasn't just like a little. They got battered. Yes. Yeah. So it's like a proper late eight between these two. Going it, yeah, I mean these guys. It's not like it's it's not the first time these guys have wrestled. Um, no. You know they've wrestled in Blackpool. Uh, they've wrestled in Morecambe. They've wrestled in Leeds in Yorkshire. They've wrestled in Scotland, you know, they've wrestled on the WWE Network, and Synergy lost every time. Yes. Like, they've never, they've never beaten Risa Rogan, and, you know, that's really sort of weighing on Synergy a bit, um, because, you know, Anderson Daniels has been out for a few months with a knee injury, yes, so, yep, yep. second round, it was Jack Roberts who was, uh, tagging with, with, uh, uh Troy Ryan. You know, the third member of Synergy had come in and, and you know what? They looked really, really hot. You know, they really absolutely not breezed through, but you know, it wasn't, there wasn't ever a moment where you didn't think Synergy were going to make this, weren't going to make this final. No. <laughs> so with, with Anderson Daniels coming back in, there really is like a chip on their shoulder where they have to get this monkey off their back and actually beat Reese and Rogan. But Reese yes. and Rogan have their number every single time. So, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> It's a compa- I, I think it really is a compelling match because it, there's, again, there's so many ways that this match could go. Are, are Reese and Rogan just going to, you know, do it again, become the tag team champions? Are Synergy finally going to be able to defeat Reese and Rogan? Are Synergy going to be trying so hard to defeat Reese and Rogan that they cost themselves? Are Reese and Rogan going to end up getting themselves disqualified because of all the, the tactics they use with Chris Brooker? Like, there's so many different elements to this, to this yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. There's- I'm sure that the fans just don't want spotlight to get more championships, and then let's do cut the out the number game. I'll not be good for synergy because they could distract the ref. Mm. Be, oh, no. And and that's the thing. Like with up until the last show, I would have said you know where we saw the Bill Carter, which I'm sure we'll count to in a, in a minute. Mm-hmm. Synergy have been up there with RPD as one of the most popular acts in Morecambe. Yes, that the fans mm-hmm. absolutely adore. Um, the moment Ryan Hunt turned on them, um, when I was backstage, I had to send the Synergy lads out there to, to console some of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that just love that much. So, you know, it, again, it, the crowd, it's very much a, a love-hate thing going on here. They absolutely love and adore Synergy. They hate Reese and Rogan and the Fire of Passion. Yes, definitely. <laughs> oh, so from a tag team horse battle to a, a meaty singles man, this has got, Hospital written all over it, so we've got Craig, Craig Collin versus Rick Marcus. Yes. Unofficial contenders match, maybe? It's like, it must be um, up, up there. So. I would say it's, it's definitely a match for legacy. Mm. Um, you know, Craig is a, is a legend in, in Morecambe already. You know, he's held titles in Morecambe before. He's, he's wrestled against some of the very, very best in the country. You know, you, he's, he's one of the best wrestlers like the mo- one of the most underrated wrestlers in the entire country. Yes, definitely. 
Craig just just gets it. He's he's incredible in the ring, but he he's there's always been something sort of getting in his way. I always felt, mm-hmm. and you know, for Craig, this match really is about cementing his place in there with with the legends of of Morecambe history. You know, your your Stixes, your Johnny Fears, your you know the the list goes on and on and on. Whereas for Rick, Rick's had a, a, a tumultuous twelve months mm-hmm. because <clears throat> you know injury and and things have really gotten in the way for Rick. Like every time he starts to get a bit of momentum, something pulls him back. You know, and I think he's desperate to prove himself, especially when his tag team partner is the hottest thing in Morecambe right now. Definitely. You know, so Rick feels like he's got something to prove. And, you know, he, he sort of said, like, look, if I lose again, I think that's it for me, you know, because he yeah. he, he drives and craves to be the best. So, you know, this match really is all about legacy between these two guys. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it should be a... Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. We're <laughs> match. I mean, again, and let's let's not forget as well. You know, these are two guys who both hail from Barrow and Furnace. Mm-hmm. They've wrestled each other time and time again. They know each other so so well. So Morecambe are really really in for a treat on on yeah. April twenty second. Yeah, that has advantages and disadvantages for Rick. You think, oh, I know this guy so well. I know, I know everything about him. Like, and I know his weaknesses and strengths, but then Craig knows him so well as well. So it's exactly it's they they know they they sort of cancel each other out in in the kind of knowledge for each other. You know, they're both very very intelligent guys in the ring. They're both very very passionate guys in the ring as well. So you know, <clears throat> it it cannot honestly go either. Again, it's another match that can go either way. Um, but it is going to be a match that definitely launches the winner towards the Odyssey Pro Wrestling Championship. Yes. Another championship match. You got your Odyssey Women's Championship. Alexis Falcon mm-hmm. versus Jenny B. Jenny B became number one contender at the last show. Yes. And, so, yeah. I mean, the the thing is, like, it, again, the, these two have wrestled for this championship before. So I'm I'm curious as to see what what's going to be different this time. You know, because I think if I remember rightly, I think uh, Alex uh, Alexis Falcon's first title defense was against Jenny B. So. You know, these, as we were saying earlier, these are two people that know each other very, very well. Yes. B has defeated Alexis Falcon for a championship in Morecambe in the past. However, Alexis Falcon right now is one of the absolute best wrestlers full stop in the country. Oh, however, <laughs> however, looking at, at Jenny B, you know, she's a very, very intelligent woman. Mm-hmm. She has, she seems to have gone to another level at riling the fans up recently. Yes, um, I can see that. <laughs> you know they they do not like it, like Jenny B, and I think Jackie B as well has become even more vicious. Yeah. Whereas in the past, Jack Jack has always just been a nuisance. Whereas now he's mm-hmm. actually quite you know quite vicious now. So again, what factor does Jack play into it? You know, is Alexis Falcon just going to come in and go? Well, you know, easy work, title defended. Or is Jenny B going to do something to surprise her? Because, you know, when Jenny B locked in um, that half crab on Leah Raven in, Jan- in February, that shocked the hell out of me because it, it shows that Jenny is trying the- to improve her game. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm really curious to see kind of where it's going to go because let's also let's not forget, Leah Raven was very, very close to becoming number one contender mm-hmm. until exactly. Jack sort of, 
interfered and, and sort of swung the match back towards Jenny B. So I think Leah Raven's going to be looking on sort of curious about where this one's going to go. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, Alexis is top of her game at the moment. And yeah, Jenny B is amazing. <laughs> We've got Lance Rivera. He got to choose his partner for this, this match. And he did pick me. Somebody who took him to the limit in his Wrestle Island Championship match. <laughs> yeah, this is where I think Lance has fallen down, you say. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it lasted 45 seconds. I, I hit the head and the turnbuckle, you super kicked me. But <laughs> You've learned. It's, not... it's only a mistake if you do it twice. Yes. I'm sure, I'm sure next time we have a match, it'll last 90 seconds. And after that, it'll last three minutes. So I'm, six months, I'm six months better than I was back then. <laughs> but he's went for somebody... You know very well. It's, uh, Jason King, very experienced wrestler. I want to say a nice contrast to Lance's style, but they're, they're both great talkers, both great in the ring. Just, mm. I can I oh. can see I can see Lance being very much like Jason when he gets into his thirties. So, so. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or not for Lance. <laughs> I think there's a chance you might come out of that a little bit more insulted than. than... <laughs> Yeah, so good compliments to Jason. He's a great guy, great wrestler. <laughs> well, I interviewed him. He talked for forty-five minutes, and I, I, I think I asked about three questions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Jason. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I had all these. Yeah, I think, yeah, we got to the academy, and then yeah, he just talked about the academy for forty-five minutes. Then so we haven't got time to do anything Yeah, but this yeah, this should be fun. So you got um Alexander Gray and Toby Valentine versus Jason King and Lance Rivera. Yep. And there is a special guest in, in the corner of Alexander Gray and Toby oh, Valentine, yes. that being Simon Hill. Yes. Uh, yeah. Lance and Simon have been having this feud all over the Northwest. Um, yeah. But seems to be really focused on Odyssey because they got, how did Lance get back? He was suspended last time I talked to you. So yeah. Just... So he was suspended and, and sort of, I think he was suspended for about six months or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Lance is an, you know, he's got an attitude on him, but he's an absolutely incredible talent. Definitely. And you can't deny that. So, you know, six months I probably felt was, was enough time for his suspension to, to be up. And I thought the Rumble, you know, was a great opportunity to, to bring him back. And, you know, I think he really did kind of show that by getting to the final two in, in the Rumble. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah. you know, I have had to, <clears throat> Suspend somebody because of Lance. Yeah. In uh, our, our, one of our referees, Logan. Yes. Uh, yeah. Has, has sort of shown his true colours and revealed himself as a, a subject of the uh, Playboy Prince. Yeah, because um, Lance got a little was got knocked off the apron and got caught by the referee and the referee revealed his T-shirt and he had a Lance T-shirt on underneath. Yeah. For the, for the listeners who are not sure what we're talking about. <laughs> so I just sort of stood backstage, like humped over in pain, because, you know, um, and, and all I heard was like, they said, wait, oh! And the, the fans getting really <laughs> irate about then, and I sort of was like, what the hell? And I, and I looked through and I saw James Greenwood and, and LK sort of shouting at the at Logan and then him take his, his ref shirt off, and then, you know, the fans sort of got even more irate, and then he turned round, and I saw the Lance t-shirt, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> you know. So, we, you know, we, we had to suspend Logan, which I think Lance had originally had told us that he wanted Logan to be his partner, 
quite upset when we told him that Logan, you know, was suspended and it wasn't going to be Logan. Um, yeah. And, I, you know, th- th- this match has come about because of Simon and, and Lance's uh, beef, shall we say. Um, and, you know, th- these these two lads from the Southwest are really sort of, that their their manners are very, very good, aren't they? Like, you know, mm-hmm. Toby stepping in to kind of defend Simon in that moment where Lance was, you know, really quite intimidating him again. Alexander Gray, you know, has well established in Morecambe that he's not a fan of anyone that, that he, you know, comes across as a bit of a bully. Um, you know, let's not forget Alexander Gray actually holds a victory over Ryan Hunter. Yes. qualification, but he does hold the victory over Ryan Hunter. <laughs> so, you know, and he stepped up and he took that match because of, you know, he saw the, the, the spotlight and their antics and, and sort of thought they needed teaching a lesson. And that's exactly what, what, Alex, uh, Alexander Gray and Toby Valentine have done here is they sort of seen Lance Rivera and seen his antics towards Simon Hill and sort of thought, well, no, this isn't acceptable. Um, to which, you know, as I say, Lance had his option for a partner. He tried to choose Logan, been suspended. So he went to a man that Toby and, and Alexander Gray know very, very well, mm-hmm. um, in Jason King, who has one of the best minds for professional wrestling in the country. Like, you know, in, in that ring, he's a general. And because Jason isn't the tallest, he isn't the biggest, he isn't the strongest, but he's probably one of the smartest. Mm-hmm. So I'm really intrigued to see how Jason's going to use his brain for this one. Because, you know, Jason stood in there with Toby or stood in there with Alexander Gray. You know, they tower over him. Mm-hmm. So surely Lance would have picked someone bigger or stronger or, you know, someone that gave him a bit of an advantage in the match. And he's gone for the brains. So I'm I'm really intrigued to see what, you know, what's going to happen, what what dynamic Jason's going to bring to the match. I'm interested to see if Lance is going to be able to focus on the match and not just focus on Simon the whole time, um, because that has been Lance's problem in the past, where... Yes, because Simon keeps putting them off, of Lance. <laughs> Simon keeps putting them off. Simon, how dare Simon speak into a microphone like we pay him How dare he? It's, it's going to be interesting, and I'm, I'm you know... I'm pr- I'm proud of Simon, if if anything, because you know he he's asked to be at ringside for the match, um, which you know after Lance tried to um, get to him in that show where we had to suspend him, that really shook Simon up. So you know I'm I'm really proud of Simon for actually you know what standing up and and confronting something that confronting a bully like this. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, yeah. Do you think we'll ever get to a stage where we'll have? Simon one on one with lads. So, yeah. I guess that that all does fully depend on on if Simon was ever ready to get into the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we we have a duty of care to the to the people that we put in that ring, and I think right now if we were to put the two of them in the ring together, I don't think that would be very safe for for Simon. Definitely. So next we have a freak show implode. Mm. So tell us the story behind this match. So yeah, Will Carter, the story of Will Carter. Um, so Isaiah Quinn in his time coming into Odyssey Pro Wrestling has looked to have this sort of tight knit unit in the freak show. You know, he, he added, uh, Mark Meltzer, who's now known as Sheriff Steele. Um, but there was something just not quite clicking for the freak show. Um, and Isaiah Quinn seemed to put that blame down to Will Carter. So. Any time the freak show lost, it would be Will that would take the punishments. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, and there's been some really sort of 
disturbing footage, you know, where, you know, Isaiah Quinn feeding Will the book of Isaiah for one instance. Yes. You know, um, there was the time that Sheriff Steele literally yeeted Will Carter halfway across the ring. Yeah. You know, and I mean, we, we hosted the commitment ceremony at Isaiah Quinn's request at the, at the last show. Um, and Isaiah asked Will to pledge his life to Isaiah Quinn. And the noise when Will said no was one of the most insane things I think I've ever heard. Yes. You know, and then it's been building for some time. Like the crowd have really been getting on Will's side. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a bit of a, a, a club for, for Will Club, the We Love Will Club. I've really okay. yeah. getting on Will on the on the side of Will Carter over the past number of shows. And as I say, the moment he said no to Isaiah Quinn, the roof for McCarlton absolutely lifted. It was absolutely insane. And, you know, Quinn obviously didn't like that. And I think Will Carter is, is very much no longer in the freak show. And, you know, after Will went on to the Rumble and eliminated Sheriff Steele and Nightmare, um, and then was later eliminated by Isaiah Quinn. Will wants Isaiah Quinn, but Isaiah Quinn's a, a manager, he's a wrestler. Um, you know, anyone that knows Isaiah Quinn knows he's not cleared to wrestle. So Isaiah Quinn's put forward and, and in, in a sort of Isaiah Quinn being the man that holds all the cards, the, the smart man that he is, has sent in Nightmare as the first opponent, mm-hmm. or as his opponent, should I say, which, you know, Will Carter was trained by Nightmare. You know, like yeah. that's how Will learned to wrestle. Will is tagged with Nightmare between Odyssey and, and uh, KOW and Barrow. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Will has never wrestled Nightmare one on one. I don't think they've ever been in the ring on opposing sides ever. No. So you know, this is a match where I, I kind of think Nightmare actually holds the cards with this one because you know Nightmare will have taught Will everything he knows, mm-hmm. but as he taught Will everything that Nightmare knows. So it's going to be really interesting. Um, and it's, it's very, very clever from Isaiah Quinn to, to select Nightmare to, to do this. But, you know, I do wonder what impact Isaiah Quinn and Sheriff Steele are going to have on the match because it's three on one, essentially. Mm-hmm. But then again, Will's got the support of the Morton crowd. So, you know, it might be three versus 250. Yes. <laughs> and the- the final match of got Sam Bailey versus Rob Drake. Another tag yes. team imploding. Um, not ish, quite. Ish. Uh, so this one sort of stems back to the fact that Sam's always believed that Rob is not working to his full potential. Yes. Um, and and wanted to um lift Rob higher. You just had to listen to Sam. Um, but Rob's sort of always been happy with with how he's doing things and believes in his own path and. You know, all, all that kind of stuff. And, and Sam's sort of not one for taking no. Um, Sam managed to organize that, that, uh, he and, and Rob compete in the Odyssey tag tournament together. They, they won their match thanks to Rob Drake doing all the work. And then Sam Bailey tagged himself in to, to come and take the pin. And then Rob Drake wasn't able to attend our last show due to, due to COVID. And Sam, I think Sam had basically gotten what he wanted from Rob. Mm-hmm. You know, like, ah, oh, well, you know, we're through, we've just got to beat these guys, and then I'm in the final. Happy days. So he brought yes. in one of his students in JJ Webb. Yes, I saw that. That obviously didn't go so well. Um, it did create one of my absolute all-time favorite things, which is the uh, Sam getting sent out of the ring 
<laughs> videos. Yes. Uh, oh, I absolutely adore those. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, Rob's back at this show, and I think he's got a bone to pick with Sam. And I think these two very much want to put this to bed now. Definitely. Um, so again, it's, it's, it's how much has, has Rob learned over time? Because these two have gone one on one before and Sam was able to, to get the victory. You know, he worked on Rob's arm. He took him out and managed to get the win. So, you know, is, is it going to be a case of history repeating itself or how much has Rob learned in that, that time since? Yeah, it's going to be a great match. It's two of the best workers in the, I was going to say the Northwest, but probably in Britain. So. Yeah, I mean, Rob's all country these days. Like, yeah. I mean, to be fair, so Sam, like, you know, wrestling in progress, wrestling at, um, Wrestle Carnival, mm. um, you know, he, he, I think he appeared at Atomic Wrestling last night. Like, they're both absolutely everywhere at the moment. So these are going to be two very well seasoned, well traveled wrestlers, um, yes. performing in front of, you know, the best crowd in the country. Definitely. Gusted I missed Atomic last night. I've heard really good things about them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the, the more places there are for people to, to work and, and hone their craft and, and just for everyone to have fun, like, the better. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, tra- I've trained with the guys who run it a couple of times <laughs> and yeah, they're all great guys. So it's... Yeah, so VIP tickets for um, Warren Shaw sold out. I'm guessing they sold out pretty much straight away. <laughs> I think we by by the end of so by the next day by the time I'd gotten back to Plymouth we'd sold over half the front row VIP tickets. Oh wow! Um, and then I think about three days later, I want to say we completely sold out the front row. Yeah, and limited uh, general tickets left. Yes, so general tickets are are left. Um, there is I think a capacity of about I can't remember the capacity now, but I know that you know the the tickets are flying and and. Uh, I, I reckon a good half of those would be by RPD himself because that man's a one-man selling machine. Yes, definitely he's going to be in the title match as well. I can see yeah. more people tipping up for him. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, general tickets still available from our website, um, odysseyprowrestling.co.uk. Um, if there's any left, they will be available on the door, but I genuinely, the way they're flying out at the minute, I wouldn't risk that. No. <laughs> I put ticket information in the description below the interview. So, do you want to promote any social media you have before? Um, yeah, so you can yeah. you can find me at uh, Ethan Announces on uh, Instagram and Twitter, um, and it's Ethan Edwards on uh, Facebook. Um, Odyssey Pro Wrestling for Instagram and Twitter, uh, and oh, sorry, for Facebook and Instagram, and then OPW underscore UK for Twitter, and you can go back and watch our entire back catalogue of Odyssey Pro Wrestling shows. Um, as I say, see how these stories have developed up to this point. Um, you know, every show itself is, is a great show individually, but you get so much more by, by going back and watching, you know, how we got to this stage. A lot like, you know, I always re- refer to it like the MCU. Like, each individual movie is fantastic, but then you get so much more out of it when you follow that overarching story. Um, and that's yeah, only three pounds on our, on our Patreon page. Yeah, I put, I put links in the description for everything. So, but yeah, I won't be able to make this show, but I'm hoping to either make the June show or the August show. I think that's what we're, we're planning for. So. Well, some interesting stuff coming up. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yes. 
it's, yeah, I'm just, I'm just too busy at work in April. I just, I just, I don't usually do interviews in April because I'm so busy at work, but I thought I have to, have to interview you. It's got to break that record. Yes. <laughs> well, I've, re- I've really enjoyed speaking to you. I'd love to have you on again in the future. It was a lot of fun. A really good luck with this show. And it sounds amazing. Yeah, I think, I think we may probably have to chat after, after war on the show just to, um, See the, the the state of Odyssey Pro Wrestling after after War on the Shore because we may end up knocking down a building if uh, <laughs> the fans way. 